Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. We have Tracy Matthews on the um, line with us, and she is from thecalltowork.com. Thecalltowork.com. Is it .org? .org. I am so sorry. Okay, you, 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 you fixed so it on dot, my page. But oh, you, .org. There it so, is. <laughs> I am so excited because we have run into Tracy a couple different times and finally having the opportunity to have her on the air. And all I kept thinking about as we were praying before the show is that this must be the right time. This is the time for our listeners to hear that there's something um, like this out there. And we'll let Tracy explain it when the time is right. But um, I'm just excited to have her. So Tracy, welcome. Yeah, Tracy, welcome. Tracy Matthews, welcome from thecalltowork.org. We're so excited to have you on air today. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited, thankful for the work you guys are doing, and just grateful for the opportunity to share what God is doing. So at what point in time in your life did you make that connection then between your faith and your work, where you realized that your work, no matter what it was, was in whatever your role was, was just supporting this in the kingdom as that of a role of a pastor or a foreign missionary? Hmm. Um, well, that didn't come until fairly recently, actually. Um, so, so just like five years ago-ish, um, so before the call to work and before I was aware of anything called faith and work integration, um, my, my last role was doing um, strategy and business development for a biotech startup. Passionate about Jesus, passionate about my work, um, but a pretty strong, you know, sacred-secular divide, Sunday-Monday gap, however you want to talk about it. You know, I knew God wanted me to be a good person at work, but the idea that God actually cared about the work itself was a foreign concept. Um, but then one day, uh, I'm having coffee with a friend, and he's telling me about something called impact investing. And it's uh, it's a growing financial field where investors are looking for more than just a financial return. They want some kind of social and environmental good. Um, and it just made so much sense to me. It was totally new to me at the time, but it made so much sense, and it just it got the wheels turning in a whole new way. And not long after, maybe some months or two after, um, I, I'm it's a church service is over. I'm heading up the back stairwell to get the kids, and I just have this this moment, this thought. I call it an epiphany now because it was important. But I had this new thought that, like, maybe business was for more than just making money. <laughs> and it seems so funny to say now, but at the time, it was totally new. And the thought that came right after it was, like, wow. I've never asked God something as fundamental as the purpose of business. And then it was like, and I've never asked God about how I should think about, you know, basically anything I did on a daily basis, the vast majority of it. And uh, that that was a very important moment because it led to some great conversations. Uh, I was led to some good books, and one of which was a book called Why Business Matters to God by Jeff Van Duzer. And for the first time, I was seeing God's will for business, for the private sector, you know, to make needed goods and services, to help society flourish, to create um, gainful, creative employment for, for people uh, and more. And it was, it was so eye-opening. And shortly thereafter, it just kind of opened my eyes that God has an intent for, for all of creation. And uh, 
at that point, it just made so much sense that all of the work we do, you know, business and, and non, in every sector and every field, um, is a part of God's high calling uh, and holy and sacred, if we would recognize it as such. So as we were unfolding this story of what, how God's been writing in your life, you were presented with this idea to write a curriculum to help awaken other people to this integration of faith and work. So what, what does that look like now? What did, what did you do with that um, yeah. proposal, if, I, if you will? Yes, yes. I mean, I really did spend the first really six months just learning. And all these people, these leaders in the movement were willing to talk with me, which I, I continue to be so grateful for. And what, what I and we came to see uh, was that we, we don't really need another curriculum as we traditionally think of them. There's a lot of excellent resources out there, helping people from a knowledge basis understand a deeper and wider theology of work. But what has been missing and continues to be missing is uh, is some tools to help move people from information and knowledge to practical application and life change. You know, transformation is what we're after. And so that's really the niche that the call to work uh, is looking to fill. You know, we teach tools that help people take specific hour-by-hour situations of work and life and attune to God's presence and guidance, uh, discern how God is at work in the situation we face, and ultimately help us discern, you know, specific action steps that we can take to join our efforts in with what God is doing. So we teach something called the Call to Work course, uh, which is a 10-session workshop-based experience, again, teaching you know, just really three foundational tools that help us take specific situations and seek okay. out a more Christ-like response. All right. So, how? So you're helping churches with this now. How? What's the response when you call a church and say, "Hey, listen, I got something that will bring about transformation in the in in your church amongst the people that sit in the pews that go out to work every day." What's the response? What's the approach like? Because I want our listeners to be able to understand that approach, so they can make sure they're that the church leadership that they uh, serve under knows about it. Yes. So, you know, what we, what we do first, usually we're working with somebody who already is an advocate for faith and work integration. You know, for whatever reason, they've awoken to this. They want to see um, more of this in their life. Maybe they're disillusioned with their work or disappointed or just know that God has more for them in their work. And we encourage an advocate to, to find a champion, a trusted leader within their church. You know, this might be the church, might be a lead pastor, it might be a, another staff person, it might be an elder, but somebody who knows the inner workings of the church and has the influence and or authority to shepherd a, a program like this. And we look for, or we encourage the advocate to, to look for ways in which God is already moving um, in, in that church. And maybe it's an awareness of faith and work integration, or maybe it's just that desire for practical life change or spiritual formation. I mean, who knows exactly how it's coming in, but looking for how the cult works the sin with what the champion already knows, um, is already awake to in terms of the way God is moving in their church. And we encourage the, the advocates to talk about, um, their willingness to drive this forward. You know, a, a key pillar, um, it, in the cult work is a life application, um, but the other key pillar is is that it's a lay led program, and oh. so we mm-hmm. yes. So, okay, Go so you're, so it's not the it's not the paid staff of the church teaching it; it's right. volunteers. Volunteers. Yes, and and that's for a number of reasons. One is because a lot of times the paid staff workers have don't have as much experience outside of the church, right? They they work right. hard, but they work in the church. They don't have that Sunday Monday gap. They don't oftentimes feel equipped 
to lead others in terms of the, the challenges they face Monday through Saturday. And, and also it's just a bandwidth issue, right? We, we know our church staff is working so hard. We have so many competing priorities. Uh, so for a number of reasons, we, we had at a core pillar that uh, the call to work would be a program that could be lay-led, you know, with the blessing and awareness of the church leadership, with a strong communication channel, um, but something that from an operational standpoint would be lay-driven. So that's something else we ask them to emphasize, uh, and because oftentimes the resistance is actually a bandwidth issue, which which makes total sense. Give us an idea in, in the foundations module. What are you teaching? Just give a couple ideas. Yep. So we're teaching the three tools, which serve as a foundation for the whole course. People are learning. Each tool is a set of questions. So in twenty to thirty minutes. People, you know, each time they bring a specific situation they want more of God's help with, and they work through the use of the tool to help them, again, discern how God is at work and discern how they might join in their efforts with what God is doing, you know, not my will, but yours. So in the foundations model, they're really learning the tools, getting some firsthand experience of what it looks like to actually practice them in their own life experiences. And we hope out of the foundations module, people walk away with um, some new ways of thinking, but also just one or two powerful experiences of God and how helpful and relevant his help is when we'll bring our daily life to him and ask him, you know, to show us his will. Talk to us about impact. When you look at, mm-hmm. just keep one church in mind uh, that you have gone into, that they've taught this and it's taught this and taught this, what kind of transfer, what kind of things are happening in the church? Yes. So, you know, I'll give two examples. At one church, and this is more on the kind of whole habit and character formation of, of one of the lay leaders. Um, at one of our churches, the, the program is led by a guy who um, has just really awoken in terms of a sense of agency, you know, the God-given ability and responsibility to be a part of God's redemptive work in the world. And he has actually awoken to this call, has a sense that God is asking him to uh, spread it within his, his whole church. So he not only leads the call to work, but he's, you know, for example, um, his, his pastor actually asked him to preach on this wow. subject uh, just a month That's or two awesome. ago. Very cool. Well, here's the secret. We'll, we'll go out, and, and, and Tracy, I won't ask you to verify this or not, because this is going to be a little testy, but hmm. churches, if you really want to increase the giving to your church, disciple your people, and and help them to understand the value of their work, to understand that their workplace really is a mission field, and it will increase your giving to your church because people will start to connect God to every part of their lives, and they'll be so grateful hmm. because so many people feel that disconnect. They leave Sunday and going, okay, tomorrow I got to go to work. And what am I going to do at work? I don't like my job. I wish I could quit my job and go into ministry. Tracy, you ever have people <laughs> to tell you that? That, that people give that they want to quit. They want to quit their jobs so they can go yeah. into ministry. You ever heard that? Oh, uh, you know what? You know, we, we do hear that here and there, but there's such a strong emphasis in terms of Helping people see the role God has for them to cultivate what is good and heal what is broken in their current work, that we don't have a lot of that talk. Now, I've certainly heard a lot of that, but I do think one of the strengths of, of the faith and work movement and the cult work is, again, awakening people to the great purpose that God has for them in, in every hour-by-hour situation they face. I mean, at your own church, have they adopted the call to work? I mean, do you get to teach this stuff in your own church? So get this. So we actually, both my husband and I discerned it was time to change churches um, late last year. Um, and so we did so. And for the first part, we were really just looking to 
um, just be a part of the church and see how God was moving. I have an interest in poverty alleviation, so I got involved with the community impact or the community outreach. Um, and and as as I and the leader for this group have been getting to know each other more, there's we've just both discerned that the call to work is meant to be a part of it. So actually this fall we're going to be trying the call to work for the first time combined with some financial literacy equipping targeting a low-income audience. And uh, we've interviewed, so I'm super excited. We've interviewed some great people that are teaching financial literacy just as just a way to transform you, cities. You it's know, I unbelievable. think I think that what's really key about that is that you again you're looking for where the need is and saying, you know, how can we make an impact and um, what does what did the what do the people within the church need to go out into the community and um, and be better equipped. Tracy, I want to use our last three minutes for you to t- just explain to people. You said that in the first, in the foundations module, you teach three tools. Three mm-hmm. tools. Mm-hmm. What are those three tools? Well, each tool is a series of questions. And each of them, in slightly different ways, help us take a situation, you know, attune to God's presence, attune to his, pres- to his guidance, you know, discern how he is at work, and ultimately help our join your efforts in with him. Um, so I, I, I probably don't have time to go through all of them, but for example, one is, we call it the big story. We call it a lens. And it's based on the fourfold gospel, this idea that you can boil the creation story back to creation, fall, redemption, and consummation. And what the question does is it asks us prompts that says, hey, you know, what is good in the situation you're facing? These are things that God may want to cultivate what's broken, things that, these are things that God may want to heal. You know, we fast forward to the consummation. When this situation is restored to flourishing, what would it look like? Now that we have a sense of all that, okay, we live in part three, redemption. How do we see God at work? Cultivating what is good, healing what is broken, bringing us forward to that, that consummation view, and how can I join my efforts in with it? So that's a real quick example of one of the tools. Imagine for me, Tracy Matthews, from the call to work.org, if every church in America had was teaching the call to work curriculum, what would our country be? I mean, what would Jesus followers be like? It would be the church, right? Can you see every person out there in every hour just saying, not my will, but yours, God. How do I cultivate what is good and heal what is broken in this relationship, in this situation? How do I make my patch of creation operate more according to your will? You know, can, can you imagine what that would be like? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing, for sure. <laughs> Heaven on earth. Yes. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power-packed content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at iWorkForHim and online, iWorkForHim.com.